Hello again, how are you? Welcome to the latest episode of Curving Conversation, the series that keeps you in touch with the amazing things that are happening here at this wonderful state-of-the-art theatre in the heart of Leicester's cultural quarter. Last month we met Curve associate artist and lighting designer Ben Cracknell and we also had a look behind the scenes at the New Walk Museum along with the school children and organisers of this year's Spark Festival. To catch up with that and every other previous episode, all you have to do is go to where you normally get your podcasts and if you subscribe to the series there, you won't miss out in the future. In this episode, we're backstage at the season preview where we'll meet the hosts, plus a number of performers and guests who all feature in the forthcoming season and are here to announce some exciting news for the venue. Well, let's start with the hosts of tonight's preview, BBC Radio Leicester's Aminata Kamara and Deputy Editor of The Stage, Matt Hemley. How are you both? Good, thank you very much. I love being here. I love being back. It's brilliant. Aminata, you were here the other night to see one of the shows that we're going to be talking about tonight. You love this place as much as anything. Honestly, it means so much to me. It's been a big part of my journey since being a student here at De Montfort University, straight through to hosting an evening such as tonight. So I'm really looking forward to sharing so much of what's to come in store. Talk about DMU tonight as well, of course, a very important partner with the venue. But somebody told me that once upon a time, when you were a student, you worked here as an usher. I did. That is very true. I got to see many a shows in here over the years. Uh, it, it, I mean, it gave me lots of insight into Curve, the way that it works, everything backstage. So it's great to see it from this side as well. And how exciting is this season, Matt? Really exciting. The things we've just heard about in the kind of run through just them were absolutely brilliant. And I know that the Christmas show is going to be amazing. I probably won't say what it is. Let's, let's <laughs> save that surprise. But there's so much coming up, touring work, stuff coming in, um, brand new shows. And as always, I think Curve has pulled out all the stops it's just everything they do i think is magic so i love it so much and yeah the partnerships are important as well the touring shows that are coming here many of them of course start here now the latest is one of the most important musicals i think most innovative and you know at this time uplifting come from away i love come from away so much i just think the message and the story behind it the community the coming together after a kind of an awful event and the kindness that comes out of it is is, is like nothing i've seen on stage before one of my most favorite musicals in the world and I'm so pleased that Curve gets to see it. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, you and me both absolutely love it. And, and Aminata, the season is full of all sorts of different things, you know, with local companies, with touring companies, small pieces large. You know what this place is like. It's just buzzing, isn't it? It's amazing. I mean, even one of the performances who are going to be opening the evening tonight is a local community group yeah. doing dance and performance. And it's just a rich reflection of what Curve has to offer. Musicals, performances, shows, plays. We've got a poet coming on to speak with us as well. So lots of stuff to get your teeth into this season. And it's so good to see such a thriving venue, Matt, at this time. Of course, we heard about the Olden Coliseum recently. It's a challenging time, isn't it? But Curve are really battling on. I think that's it. It is a challenging time. People I speak to say it's kind of the worst it's ever been. You think COVID was a, an awful time, and at that point we were all just hoping that we came out of that and theatres reopened. They did reopen, now they're battling the cost of living crisis, you know, the cost of making sets and all those people that left the industry because they went and got jobs elsewhere, and we never get those people back. But Curve seems to be just like forging ahead, doing some amazing work and, and really just providing for their audiences, and I think it does an amazing job. You know it was Matt's birthday recently? Oh, wow. How old did you turn? (laughs) (laughs) I hear that you had a special message for your birthday. Oh, what, from Gloria Estefan? No? Are you a fan? No, no, I'm not really, no. (laughs) I I talk about it quite a lot. I'm an artist like, who's Gloria Estefan? (laughs) 
Uh, oh my goodness, did they play on BBC Radio Leicester? <laughs> no, what, what you should do is you should check out his Twitter uh, account because the picture of him with all of the Glory Rasta fan merchandise, <laughs> programmes, posters <laughs> is just incredible. And of course, it was only two or three years ago, pre-COVID of course, yeah. that you met Glory here. Yeah, interviewing her for On Your Feet when it launched yeah. at Leicester. Again, another example of Leicester leading the way with an amazing musical, I would say that, but it is an amazing musical. But yeah, it was, it was a fabulous night and she, I, can't believe, I still can't believe she came here and you know, stayed in a Holiday Inn of all places yeah, because yeah. she's down to earth. Amanata's still looking at me like, who? <laughs> <laughs> Look her, look her up, okay? She's the biggest Latin American singing artist. Yeah, you'll definitely get on your feet, let me tell you that. You'll want a conga, and um, you'd do anything for her, wouldn't you? Oh, your references are amazing. <laughs> your references are amazing. You're spot on. Listen, welcome back. Have a great night, both of you, and thanks for talking to us. Thank you. Thanks, Martin. My parents must have thought They had a crazy kid Cause I was one of those kids Always knew what I wanted They took me down to the airport To see all the planes depart And watching them fly Something inside of me was starting I was eight when I told them That I'd be a pilot There were many fabulous performances and announcements during the evening and you'll hear more about some of those later. But one of the biggest reactions from the audience came with the news that they would be able to see a brand new co-production of the multi-award winning show Come From Away, the winner of the best new musical across the globe. This brand new staging is a Made at Curve co-production with Smith and & Brandt and producer Joe Smith outlined the story. It's a show about friendship, it's a show about kindness, um, and it's a sh show really about the best of human mankind. And in a time of kind of complete adversity and tragedy, which existed on those days um, on 9-11 and following the days of 9-11, this story really is the 9-12 musical. It's really the story of what happened when 7,000 plane passengers from all over the world on 37 planes landed in Gander, Newfoundland and didn't know where they were. Remember, this was a day before everyone had mobile phones. Were disorientated, scared, and um, completely confused. And the people of Gander, the town of 6,000 people, remember 7,000 people arrived. Um, so the town doubled in population in, in the space of a few hours. And it's about how the people of Gander housed them, looked after them, fed them, gave them clothes, beds, showers, socks, Anything you can imagine, they just basically gave the whole town over to this group of people. These come from aways uh, for a week um, while, while the whole of the American airspace was closed down. This is Alice Fern, who played Beverly Bass in the West End production, performing Me and the Sky. She said that the show is both inspiring and uplifting, but one of the most surprising things about the audiences was the fact that many people would come along in costume as their favourite characters. Absolutely, yeah. We had the consultants, the cardiologists, they all came up, so we have like a, a, about seven cardiologists' storyline. You have to see it if you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah, we had a lot of people coming like that. We had a lot of people dress up as Beverly Bass, which is, I suppose is a classic, but I think actually one of the best days was... Uh, so, uh, New Year 2021 into 2022, um, on, on New Year's Eve, we had a matinee, I believe, and this four-year-old, I think, 
came and she sat in the second row with a Beverly Bass costume on. And I could not concentrate the entire show. I was like, I'm not going to cry because that's the cutest thing I think I've ever seen. And I had a little, um, Ameri- I'd got from my opening night from someone an American Airlines badge. Um, and I ran, I, I ran up to the dressing room after the, uh, in a, one of the moments I possibly can. And I gave it to her at the end of the show in the, in the bowels because I was like, you are everything that we want. We've been talking a lot about bringing children, you know, and bringing yeah. the youngsters into theatre and come from Wake and be one of those shows where you think, oh, they wouldn't understand it because they didn't, they weren't here when we had 9-11. They don't get the, but I saw that and I went, that's, that for me is really important that she sees this show and experiences it and realises the weight of what 9-11 was, but also just sees it, a, a powerful female <laughs> But lead, but also a woman breaking through those barriers in, in a time when she understood all of it. And I met her afterwards and she was just like, I want to, I don't know if I want to be, I might want to be a pilot, but I might want to be a performer. Suddenly there's something in between me and the Well, we've stepped outside the studio now and straight from the boxing gym is the director of a fabulous piece called Sucker Punch, Nathan Powell. Welcome to Curve. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Tell us a bit about this. It's set in a boxing gym and the work of Roy Williams again, which we'll talk about in a moment's time, but it's uh, it's a really interesting piece. Yeah, it's a gorgeous piece. It's a piece about uh, two young men, two young black men growing up in the 80s. It's set in the times of the Brixton riots and then going on to the Broadwater Farm riots. Uh, and it's a story of these two young men growing up and understanding the world, understanding how the world sees them, how they see themselves. Um, and for me, it's really about uh, what success could possibly look like uh, as a black Brit in this country at that time and now, and what those feelings are and and how we react to them. So it's about their personal development, it's about their relationship, it's about what's going on in the world around them and how they fit into that. Some interesting themes but you know some interesting and maybe uplifting conversations to come out of it, thought-provoking. Yeah completely, I I think a big hope from this production uh, is that we get some of those conversations started um, particularly between different generations of black folk that have grown up in Britain um, and and what it means to be black and British today and what it meant back then um, and actually what that means for us moving forward I think that conversation feels like a really important one for us to be able to have and it's a play where you know the the outside world does to them you know it's set in this gym and that's where we live for the majority of the duration of, of the piece but actually everything that's happened outside of that gym plays a, a massive part on these these people's lives yeah the gym is uh, it's a metaphor in its in its own way isn't it but the gym has been an important part in so many young people's lives this is an interesting story but there are many more because it's uh, a place that teaches you about yourself about discipline about all sorts of other things as well but at the same time it's a metaphor isn't it mm, yeah completely and I think what you're just saying there about what it teaches you I think all of the characters in this piece are exposed by the gym the gym is the place that uh, pulls out who they are, who they want to be, uh, who they don't want to be, but who they might be. It's a, it's a place where actually all of these things come to light uh, amongst each other. Is this your first time at Curve? Uh, yes, this is my first time at Curve. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, what have you yeah. made of the place then? Because it's very different to many other theatres. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I love the Curve. I love the people that work at the Curve. It's a brilliant place. So I also uh, run a company called the National Student Drama Festival uh, and the Curve hosts us. Um, so yeah, first time making work at the Curve, but I've always been very looked after by the Curve. And it's a warm, buzzing place. There is always so much going on here, but I think more than anything, it's a community hub mm. in the same way that maybe a boxing gym might be. 
Yeah, exactly. And that's what we want our theatres to be, isn't it? We want our theatres to be places where people can come and watch brilliant art, but also rest and relax and play and whatever else it is that they want. And yeah, and it, we want it to be at the heart of, of our communities, wherever the theatres are. And that's exactly, like you say, what gyms offer to, to loads of people, you know, particularly in a time when you know, youth clubs are barely non-existent anymore. You know, having places, focal places in communities where people can come together, be together, learn, laugh, have fun, enjoy life is, is, yeah, is vital. It's a great optimistic piece as well. Not the only piece of work from Roy Williams we'll see in this season, but this is called Sucker Punch. And Nathan, thank you for talking to us. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Next month, the double Olivier and Tony award-winning West End and Broadway musical Girl from the North Country comes to curve. The celebrated playwright Conor McPherson has boldly reimagined the legendary songs of Bob Dylan in a heartbreaking and universal story about family and love. And at the season preview, we were treated to a song from the show by Justina Kayende. Now, of course, Curve also does a lot of work in the community and in schools. Speak Up is a good example of that in conjunction with the National Theatre. It's a secondary school programme that gives young people the opportunity to explore issues that matter to them. They work together with local artists to produce creative work in any form that they choose. Developed for young people whose voices are not always heard, Speak Up Activity is co-created with each school and its students. Lorene Douglas is the school and partnership manager for Curve. Speak Up is about just that, um, getting young people, giving them the platform for them to be able to speak about some of the issues and concerns that they have. Following on from um, the lockdown and you know, lack of that social interaction, the um, National Theatre and uh, Lung Theatre, who are the creative associates with this, you know, decided that this would be a great thing for the Theatre Nation partnership to get on board with fund and kind of make sure that this is something that can roll out across the, you know, nationally across the uh, different schools. So what's going to be happening is they're going to be going into five schools in each of the nine areas. So you can see the scale of it is going to be quite big. And they're going to have artists that are going to go into the schools. They're going to work with the young people and work with the teachers. That's an important bit as well. The teachers are going to get the opportunity to, in some ways, they've got to kind of sit back a little bit. They've got to let the young people take the reins. They've got to kind of you know, take their teacher off. This is one of the, we did some training on Friday and one of the teachers said, take their teacher off. Kind of like stop that kind of thinking and kind of join in with the young people yeah. and really listen and start to hopefully try and encourage those young people to use their voice, to raise their voice, to speak up and let people know and let us hear what they really feel strongly about because this world is changing a lot and they're the ones that are going to hopefully try and help and shape it, not just through the arts but through all the other things that they're doing in their lives. And that's really important isn't it? Definitely and that's the thing, uh, this particular project Speak Up is driven by something called co-creation. So the fact that the young people are totally integral to what's going to be happening, the ideas that come out, you know, it's going to be something that you know some schools are going to maybe find a little bit kind of challenging. But we had some training the other day, and we had a head teacher there who was really on board to kind of like say, "I want this for my school. I want my young people to have that experience." 
experience, to have the opportunity and especially to be part of something and feel like they belong to something. And that's why this kind of like um, programme coming out is a great movement for young people to get on board and, you know, get out there and say what needs to be said and for us as adults to listen. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you for talking to us. Thank you. Also coming to Curve in September is a world premiere stage musical adaptation of the best-selling novel The Book Thief. And one of the songs from the show, Hello Stars, was performed at the season preview by B. Glancy, who plays Liesel. Hello Stars How brave of you to rise A small but nice surprise Like a fringe of stopping The biggest reaction of the night came with the announcement of the Christmas show for 2023. Andrew Lord Webber and Tim Rice's musical Evita tells the story of political leader Eva Perón, the second wife of Argentina's president Juan Perón. It follows her early life, her rise to power, charity work and death. The brand new Made at Curve production will be directed by Nikolai Foster. It really was Lloyd Webber and Rice at their absolute sort of zenith. It is one of the greats. And I mean, it's just really terrifying at the moment. It's um, on the back of like Chorus Line, West Side Story, Billy Elliot, all of us as a team have really developed the sort of made at curve house style. The productions, you know, it's not, it's not being prepared like Wizard of Oz was to go on to, you know, somewhere like the Palladium. It's just for this space next door. And for those of you who've seen those productions I listed there, you know what we can do next door with all of that sort of technology at our fingertips. So it's just really, it's quite scary at the moment, sort of imagining what it could be and sort of looking at um, fashion, media, Ava Perón, this incredible woman who literally came from nothing. The zenith of her career was leading one of the great um, economies of the world, this formidable political figure. So, you know, we'll be doing what we've, we've sort of done before, absolutely rooting the play in the period it was conceived and, and written about, but with a sort of contemporary slant on it, that sort of made a curve sort of treatment. Well, we've just finished a fantastic season preview here at Curve, and it's absolutely buzzing with all the excitement here the unveiling of shows, talking to guests, one of whom is the chair of the trustees, chair of the board here at Curve, Sita McIntosh. How are you and what about that for an evening? Uh, I'm very well, thank you. And that was amazing. That was so exciting. It's the first one that I've done and I was terrified, but um, it's such a breadth uh, and range of shows coming up for the next year. I think Leicester is a very lucky city. You're reasonably new as chair, yes. not as a trustee. Mm -hmm. You were telling us tonight you've, I, I can't believe this, 35 years <laughs> in the industry. Yeah. Everything from producing, um, what's on stage you ran for a number of years as well. And I think it's fair to say as well that one of the things you love about Curve more than anything is that it engaged in an inclusive way, yes. not just within the building, outside the building, Completely. on all levels, with all groups of people. It's totally inclusive. It is, and 
you know, the, the buzzwords EDI, equality, diversity, sorry, inclusion, equality, they are very current at the moment, but because they're not current, that's part of the fabric. That's They've always been a, a forefront of EDI. It literally sits front and centre of everything that they do. And you quite rightly say it isn't just on the stage, it's in the workforce, it's in the building, it's in the culture of the organisation, and that goes out into the community. So everything they do is around how do we make this as accessible as possible to as many people as possible. And they don't sit on those laurels and wait for people to come in. They go out and you know, and take this organisation out to communities that would normally engage in theatre at all. Because I think it's not Chris, and, Chris and Nicola have said many, many times yeah. that as long as there's one single person mm -hmm. who's never set foot in this building or engaged with Curve in any way, yeah. their work is not done. Absolutely, and they're, and they're both absolutely right because you, you can never rest on your laurels in this industry. I have done it for far too many years now, but I still love it. And that's one of the things I love about it because... It's an evolving, constantly moving, movable feast, the theatre industry, and nothing honestly gives me greater joy than taking somebody or being in a situation where people come out and they go, oh my God, that was amazing, I've never been before, and they love it. And then, of course, what actually gives me more joy is they say, what else can I see now, or what, what's the next thing coming up? Because that's when you know you've done your job. But the next job is to get the next person in. And what an exciting season ahead. Oh, it, it's, I was actually just sitting there. I'm a big fan of Come From Away, yeah, so hugely biased for that one. But then equally, um, just looking at some, I love the cake. I think cake is going to be extraordinary. Yeah. I think Drew McConey is a genius. And I know Zizi's in it. And Renee Lamb, who obviously was, uh, originated the Catherine of Aragon part in Six. So I think that's going to be really funky, very different. And uh, then you've got Avita, traditional you know almost old, old school dare we say but I know again it's the breadth it's I can't believe that anybody would look at anything tonight and think well there's nothing there that really appeals to me because you think there's got to be something there's got to be at least one thing and, and you're right about come from away it's a, it's a sort of show I've seen several times and I never tire of seeing it but do you know what struck me tonight watching the performance and hearing about the show it is absolutely perfect for this venue because it's about optimism it's about humanity it's about you know all the good things that come with human nature and that's what this place is about couldn't agree with you more and i think if there was a word that summed up come from away from me it's kindness and i have to say lester's very lucky because chris and nikolai embody kindness i've known them personally for probably about five or six years now and they are truly two of the nicest guys in the business and that reputation goes throughout the business across the industry up and down the country so to have two people like that running your theater in your city is incredibly fortunate well listen thank you so much for talking to us and we're all excited about the new season Sita thank you thank you lovely to speak to you take care finally we have to celebrate Curve's success at the What's On Stage Awards just a few days after the season preview Arlene Phillips picked up the award for the best choreography for the Made at Curve production of Greece at the Dominion Theatre. And the award for the best regional production went to the Made at Curve staging of Billy Elliot, the musical based on Stephen Daldry's acclaimed film with music by Elton John and book and lyrics by Lee Hall. The award was collected by Chief Executive Chris Stafford and Artistic Director Nikolai Foster. We're absolutely delighted to have won this. We're so proud of our theatre and 2022 for like all of us was bloody tough. 
and Billy was a massive, massive project for us at Curve, probably the most ambitious thing we've done since we opened our doors in 2008. A huge thank you to everyone who's voted for this, our audiences, because we're nothing without our audiences. A massive thank you to Arts Council England and Leicester City Council, public funding, so many of the nominations tonight, public funding has supported that work. Long may public funding the arts continue. And we've got to continue to lobby for it. Before I hand over to our artistic director and my brilliant running mate, Nikolai Foster, I just want to say a huge thanks to the team at Curve. We work with an extraordinarily talented group of people who make magic every day, on stage, off stage, and in our community. So huge thanks to Team Curve, and a massive thanks to Working Title and MTI who trusted us with this extraordinary story. I'm gonna hand over to our artistic director, the director of Billy Elliot, Nikolai Foster. Good evening, uh, a massive, huge, heartfelt, big curve. Um, thank you to everybody who voted for us. Um, I think, I mean, we always talk about funding and the need for arts and culture within our communities and how that brings people together and how it regenerates our communities, both culturally and holistically, but also it contributes to our local economies. So Billy Elliot for us was a real statement of intent and it was very clear in our minds that this is what this sort of work can do, bringing together diverse groups of young people from across our communities, an incredible professional group of artists and actors making that production, preaching to the converted, obviously, but you're amazing people in this room. There's so much talent. Keep going out there, bringing your audiences into your theatres, into your venues, and keep making amazing work. But thank you so much to our audiences and everybody who voted for us. Thanks so much. So congratulations to everybody in Team Curve involved in the production of Billy Elliot. Thank you to our guests and performers and the two accompanists at the season preview, Andrew Corcoran and George Dyer. I'm afraid that's it for another episode, but I'll be back in March when, amongst other things, I'll be chatting to some of the many local theatre makers, dancers, writers, aerial artists and others supported by Curve and showcased during the new work festival. It would be great if you could subscribe to the podcast series and that way you won't miss out in the future. And remember, you can also catch up with any episode you've missed so far. In the meantime, keep up to date with what's going on at this award-winning theatre and make sure you join me next time for more Curving Conversation. <laughs>